You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hello, everybody. This is Andy Lopez, and you're listening to Don't Panic, It's Organic. This is a song I'm working on called Elixir of Dragons. I should have a whole uh, album called Dragon Music. I'll tell you about it someday. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out a way to get music to you guys because I think, you, you know, uh, my members, if you're my member, you, you've been listening to my music, which I've been doing for a few years now, part of the radio show. So I have a bunch of stuff I do in the beginning of the show, and at the end of the show I usually play one of my latest songs. Uh, as I said, this one's called Elixir of Dragons, and I'm working on a few other ones. I just enjoy writing music and uh, doing artwork. I started two years ago. Uh, so today, uh, it's called this show is called Don't Panic, It's Organic. As those of you have been listening to uh, before, um, I put the last show up on the podcast, so it's up on the Don't Panic, It's Organic uh, podcast, and the members, of course, are getting it to the members podcast. And it goes out a bunch of other different places, and it's now... Uh, so. Um, my Invisible Garden Network is now, uh, so BBS Radio is now the home of the Invisible Garden Network where I'm, I'm hoping to produce bunches of really cool shows on here. I've already been talking to uh, people to be guests, uh, different organizations. I have a lot of friends that are professional friends in, the, in the, the same business. Well, not in the same business, in the same field, in the same industry. Um, I, a lot of my friends are uh, professional organic farmers. Uh, and uh, and and I'm trying to I'm getting them I'm convincing them that homeowners, which is what I deal with on, on the other end of the spectrum, have soil too, and it's the same. And the thing that they're into, the homeowners would would really love to understand. The gardeners would really love to understand. The organic farmer, you know, the organic gardeners or the organic professionals. If you're if you're an organic, uh, you know, gardener, you're going out to do work and stuff. This is information you really should know. And uh, I, I, I have uh, 21 books out. By the way, uh, before I forget, because uh, I, I keep, I've been doing this since the sixth grade. <laughs> sixth grade, I got, went out and started talking in front of my class. Teacher said, well, you know so much. Why well, don't you just come up here and tell us about this, our, this nitrogen stuff? And I said, okay, fine. <laughs> anyway, before I forget, I have things written down because I'm trying to, you know, be professional. And, you know how that works. Anyway, so the um, we have uh, uh, you know I have a contest. It's an ongoing contest, and every month I try to give out something slightly different. And I'm I'm working on a new book. As soon as the book gets printed, I'll be part of the contest. You know, I've always done that. My first book is called How Do You Heal the Earth in Your Spare Time, which kind of brings me back in a little circle because the people I was talking about the professional organic farmers. They run the uh, one of the uh, there's a publication called Acres USA. Acres USA, you should pick up on it. It's really excellent. It's called the Voice of Ecoculture. It, it first was started by a guy named Chuck Waters, and when he died, his son took over. His name's uh, I think it's Charles Walters now. Uh, I'm hoping I get that I, I get that right. But anyway, I get, 
the uh, lots of information there, which is exactly what I I deal with. Uh, so the, uh, this particular uh, issue is on soil health. So anyway, I have a contest, and the contest, what I like to do to give, usually sometimes I would give away my book, uh, How to Heal the Earth in Your Spare Time, or the second book was uh, Natural Pest Control, Alternatives to Chemicals to Home and Garden. Uh, then uh, I have over 20 books, you know. There's a whole list of them up on the, as a matter of fact, uh, these guys here were, were kind enough to put all my books up there. There's Dances with Ants, Natural Ant Control, I have a Natural Fleet Care, care one. Uh, you know, of course, I have one on organic gardening, natural rose care, natural lawn care. There's a, like I said, 21 of them. The latest one is called Don't Panic. It's organic. And as soon as soon uh, this time I'm publishing it myself, but as soon as I get printed, I send it to Acres USA. I'm hoping to do some articles to them and stuff, too. But anyway, <laughs> the contest, I tend to give away what's currently going on in my mind and stuff. Okay, so one of the things I've been giving away lately for the last year is called Visible Gardeners uh, Growers Kit. And basically, I you know, uh, you don't know, those of you who have been listening to me for years know that I, I'm kind of like, uh, I have invented a bunch of different things, and one of them is called Super Seaweed. So I, that's what I use in my natural spraying service. I go spray people's yards and trees and stuff like that. The microbiological activator. Uh, one, of, uh, one of these shows coming up, I will go over everything again, what I, I do to make it, how I started making it, what's in it. Um, very few people can actually follow through with the whole thing. You have to be really, uh, you know, ridiculous about it in terms of going through the list because there's an enormous amount of endo, endo and ectomycorrhiza, different types of microbial things in there. You talk about compost tea, you take a, a cup of this and 55 gallons of water and you percolate the water through it, air through it, you're going to have 55 gallons of most amazing compost tea you've ever had. Anyway, I take that and I spray it on people's properties and stuff like that, but I give it away. It's a monthly contest. Of the, it's called a grower's kit because I also give away five pounds of the Invisible Gardener's Rock Dust blend. So Rock Dust is something I would be talking to you about. matter of fact, I think it's on the list today. But really what I'm doing is uh, online classes. See, these, I started doing these back in 1970, and they're called Don't Panic, It's Organic. That's how I got the copyright to it because I started doing online classes. Uh, I, and actually in 1970... I started when I got out of the service. See, I, got, I was in the service in 1968, 1969, and it said 1970, somewhere along the line in there. Maybe the spring, uh, summertime, I got out of the service. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I, I immediately started doing a radio show, Don't Panic, It's Organic, in the local station there. I don't remember the cost then. Uh, it was a lot. <laughs> uh, for, for me, it was a lot, but it, it, it seems to have, it varies throughout the year. The last one I did was a show in Santa Barbara, that was quite a few years ago, about 10 years ago. I would drive up there, uh, I think it was $1,500 an hour, and I did one a week. And I had a bunch of a bunch of people with me, and we, we did ads. You know, we, you know, people would pay to advertise to be on my show. Different organic products, organic services. Now I don't do the ads anymore, but I'm still into the organic products and organic services. Anyway, so the, con- so, so the contest, uh, what you win will change, will vary. Um, Lately, what I'm doing is I'm giving away a lifetime membership to the club. The club is $20 for a lifetime. And if you, when you join, you get my 20, 20 books. They're not printed version. The only one in the printed, well, I did the, the, uh, the few of them in printed versions, but they disappeared very fast, and there's no more printed versions. As a matter of fact, you can buy a few of them on eBay and stuff like that, uh, whether those printed versions that are left. 
the new one that's coming out now, Don't Panic, It's Organic, I had printed it. I, I printed it in the 5x6 format or 6x9, 6x9 format. But I looked at it and I said, well, I want I want to sell millions and millions and millions of copies of this book. Of this book. I want to retire. I want to be doing this radio show in my hammock underneath a, 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 a coconut or I was going to say coconut tree, but underneath a mango tree. There's nothing like being in a hammock underneath a mango tree waiting for the mangoes to ripen. Oh, I said, could you give me a moment aside? No, anyway. <laughs> um, so in order to do that, I decided it has to be, like, you know, perfect. This, uh, You know, because I, I said I gave copies to six friends, different professional, different field here in Malibu, and we had a little meeting. And, and they all basically said, well... I I have been having a hard time reading, following, understanding. Uh, it's too many fonts. Uh, you know, they all had different things that they were telling me about. And I said, "Cool." So I got it. That's I said, "That's why I was here for." And I I got the message. And uh, well, I, I have already edited five times. Okay, so it's not the editing. Uh, even though I tend to, I I have a strong urge to add more to it. And I'm already working on. Uh, let's see, three other books. <laughs> One is called Invis- Invisible Gardener. That's my name, and it's the whole all about Invisible Gardener. Um, another one's called Invisible Gardening, which is also the name of the of the music I write. But it's the, the whole inner gardening kind of thing, you know, of your stuff, you know. Then I'm doing one called Energetic Healing. So I guess I'm doing four books. There's another one. So I do a column every week. I write a column for my local paper, and I'm doing columns for other papers and writing uh, articles and stuff. So I'm putting the column together. Lots of but maybe eight years worth of columns and and, and publish uh, that also. So anyway, the the uh, the, the the number by the way. Uh, see, I've had uh, a few people who emailed me saying that uh, I was off because last week I don't know if you noticed I told everybody the show is from twelve to twelve fifty five and it really wasn't. I spent a little bit of money and I published it in uh, Facebook, you know, and all those people went to the looking for it and it wasn't there. And so you know, people don't. One link, and if you're not there, you're gone. <laughs> you know, if it doesn't if it doesn't work right immediately, they're they're gone. So they they weren't going to stick around and see what was going on. Okay, just put him on, please. Hello, this is John Herrick. Hey, John. My question is that I read in somewhere in your blog that vinegar increases bricks in the plants, and um, basically my okay. question says. How how can the acid increase sugar level? Well, what is vinegar but a fermented sugar? Oh really? So, uh, and it, it, if you do too much vinegar, it'll kill a tree. I don't. But the, the blog said the, the blog say you can that I say you can add vinegar to water and spray your plants or something like that. Yes, yeah, something like that. Okay, because you know normally I wouldn't I wouldn't quite say that because. Yeah, you could if you knew what you were doing, because more likely, it's like you know, it will overdo it. It's way too strong. You'll probably uh, you probably burn the plant <laughs> if you if you do that. But it would raise it would raise the, the bricks level, but that's, it would bring it right back down. Normally, I I would have to look at the whole uh, at the blo- at the whole thing of what I was saying, because uh, to me, I w- I wouldn't tell uh, you or an average person. Yeah, you add a little bit of vinegar. It must have been like a teaspoon or a drop or something, right? Well, uh, didn't, it didn't mention how much. Okay, I have to be real careful in terms of, you know, I'm pretty sure when I in my throughout my 
in my old age, I've gotten to where uh, I try to be really careful when I tell people what to do, you know, because they don't know what they're doing. If I say it wrong, they're just... Right. So normally, I wouldn't tell you, well, spray your plant with vinegar, you know, because uh, I would say no. That's, I would say, why do you need to spray your plant with vinegar, right? What, what, what was, was there a reason why you right. wanted to raise the bricks? I mean, of the, what plant? What were you talking about? What do you, you know, what plant or what? Um, you know, you I... Tell me. Just presumed it's in the garden somewhere. I didn't see a specific um, plant that you were working on from memory. Oh, no, I was talking about you. Was, Did you have a specific plant or a, a flower? Or something oh, I, I uh, try and increase the productivity of my tomatoes every year. So, okay. you know, is it applicable to tomatoes? Right, right. So have you gotten a, uh, a refractometer and, and figured out what the tomato... Uh, brick level should be no i i bought one of those yeah. um um units but i haven't actually tried it yet where'd you I'll get, get it online uh, at uh ebay online or yeah through through how, amazon how much, I you, think. How, how much did you pay for it you know it was at the beginning of the year and it got set aside so i, I really don't remember make a guess it wasn't more than a hundred bucks no, right. no, no. Right, but I have uh, I have four refractometers. I have one that's ten thousand dollars. I have one that was given to me. Wow. I've been talking about refract. Yeah, is that the Leica people are one of the people who make the refractometers. And in nineteen seventy something, I was talking about bricks, you know, and, and how um, how I got into the whole bricks thing. Of basically, it was my mother's fault because we would go shopping. You know, the, my mom would take and bite something and was. We should take it. If not, she'd give it back, and eventually the guy would just cut her a piece, you know. And I'd say, well, it's sweets. Well, we like sweet stuff. Anyway, uh, so I got, uh, and then I, I went on to eBay. I, was, I bought uh, a refractometer for $35 for be making beer, another refractometer. That's a, a, a called an analog. Basically, you look through it. There's two types of refractometer, an analog and a digital. So I also bought a digital. The cheapest digital was $300. So I figured, okay, I get to get the digital, and then I bought another analog for a couple hundred dollars. And then I have this ten thousand dollars. I must be analog. And they all give me the same reading. And for a tomato pencil, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, uh, it's identical. They give me the identical the thirty-five dollar one. It's the same identical reading. It's a ten thousand dollar one. The digital one is really a pain in the butt to deal with because you can't go outside with it because the sun makes it you can't see it. You have to be real careful with it. Battery, you know how the electronics is. It's like, gee whiz, it's not it. You have to keep it clean, really, really super. Whereas the analog, you just like a gun, you carry it around, you keep it clean, you're fine. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, a tomato. Uh, so you you know you could measure the bricks of the not only the tomato itself but the plant itself. Right. Right. I was figuring about that. I was going to do it on the plant, you know, on the leaves. Right. So when you do it on the plant, that tells you the, how, how healthy the tomato is, the tomato plant. And it gives you an indicator uh -huh. whether or not you're going to get attacked by a bug or a disease or something, right? I, I assume right. you're organic, right? Yes, sir. Where do you live at? San Jose, Northern oh, California. Oh, I have... I have a lot of friends in San Jose. It's a well, I heard well, it was a beautiful town when I was there. I heard it's gotten really big and just expanding and all that stuff. So I don't know. But anyway, yeah, the freeways uh, are as bad as LA now. Are you? Are, so, are you uh, uh, making compost? 
Uh, yes, I have a compost bin. Okay, could you tell me a little bit about what you're doing to make your compost? Because the secret to the bricks, right, is the compost. Oh. Uh, the secret, well, that's the, the compost. This past um, window, I used straw, uh, uh, kitchen scraps, uh, coffee grounds, uh-huh. um, some steer manure, I think, I threw in there. Um, okay. And once in a while, grass clippings. Okay, so are you, have been to me? Are you been reading? My, are you reading my blog or listening to my show or what? I just <laughs> uh, got uh, acquainted with uh, your whole gig about two weeks ago, so I have two weeks uh, ago. Okay, <laughs> all yeah. right. Well, I've been doing this for a long time, and after a while, I I, I know I repeat myself. <laughs> so it's like, oh, but anyway, see the the whole thing is is that the the. Uh, because normally I wouldn't tell people to use vinegar to raise your bricks level. It will raise your bricks level, and, and I use it at one drop in a gallon, and I only use it on certain plants. Wow. Yeah, a drop in a gallon will raise the bricks level of the plant, but it, 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 you have to understand this. Or you want to raise the brick level, and you want to get it up and keep it up. Us boys can talk like that, right? We, you want to get it up and get the bricks, bricks level and keep it up, not get it up and all of a sudden it goes back down again. That's the problem with chemicals here. Chemical fertilizers, high nitrogen fertilizers, will raise the bricks level really fast, and then it'll lower the, lower than it was before. <laughs> See, oh, wow. and so the compost is the key to it because really the what I tell people the the what bricks do. Bricks is the measurement of sugar. Okay, so it normally is meant to for wine and you know juice. Uh, you know all those things have to do with sugar, right? <laughs> Right, but it's also, uh, you know, plants uh, use sugar in their, in their system through photosynthesis and they make their own sugar. So basically, uh, you, so you, you can also measure, that's why a tomato plant, you know, you can measure the, 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 the tomato juice, the fruit, and the juice of the apple, whatever. But that's why you can also measure the plant itself because the plant will have similar sugars in there. But, uh, but what it really translates to is that the higher the bricks, the more the minerals that plant will have. When you look through a refractometer, I, I saw. I, did you you have tomatoes already? Did you look? You didn't. Wait yeah, a second. Yeah, you yeah, a refractometer. I, I pulled them all out. Wait a second. You bought a refractometer and you put it away and you haven't used it. Right. Oh boy. So I was going to say, <laughs> well, well um, uh, what's the bricks level of your fruit, right? <laughs> or your tree, right? Your yeah, plant, I don't know. right? <laughs> okay, well, you're going to have to bring it out. You're going to have to use it. <laughs> right? yeah, you got to use it. You use it on everything. I mean, I as a kid, you know, when I got it, I started using it on the, on the lawn, <laughs> on the roses. I was president of the Rose Society. And I said, well, what, why am, I know why my roses are doing good, doing good, and I didn't have to do a bricks level on them. So when I do house calls, I, said, I don't really have to do that bricks thing anymore because you can tell. You look at it and go, uh, uh. But I think a lot of people don't believe me. I said, if you have this device, and this device tells you this, then you you got to believe the device, <laughs> you know? And so you have to get your compost together. And one of the things that's missing in your compost, and, and that's why I started to trigger this whole thing, is because I often I always talk about rock dust. I'm assuming I, we but, have plenty uh, of time. I to... use azomite in the planting hole, so I should put up my compost bin also. 
All right, so the thing is that uh, azomite is only one type of rock dust. I, did you hear what I was talking about before? Uh-huh. I make a rock dust blend. I basically get five or six or seven di- or eight. I, now nine or ten because I got some more sources of rock. And you blend them together. And the reason why I do this is because they all have different, they're abundant in different trace minerals. Some don't even have, usually the rock dust. Uh, I haven't found one rock dust that has all of them. Some have more, uh, like, for example, I get a source of rock dust in Southern California with 30% calcium. Wonderful. See, uh, as am I, it doesn't have yeah. 30% calcium. It may be 2% calcium. Right? See? And then there's glacial rock yeah, dust. Yeah. There's gypsum. There's soft rock phosphate, colloidal phosphate. All these are form of rock dust. See? Gypsum is a 30% sulfur. So the trick is you get you uh, you don't have to buy massive bags of this stuff. Uh, there's a uh, one of the things I'm happy to do if, if you e- email me, I'm happy to give you a link to this one place has tons of rock dust, all different kinds in smaller amounts, <laughs> five or ten pounds size rather than fifty pounds. And then you blend together, you you can have a wide range of uh, minerals. See, and that's what you want. And remember, it's trace. You only need a tiny amount. And yes, what you want to do the right. the best thing. Best thing to do is add it to your compost. So you you had steer manure, right? Yeah. Okay. So you, what you want to do is become a little bit of an investigator and find out if there are all the different sources of animal manure you can get. When I started doing this in uh, let's see, in 1970. Uh, well, I actually started in 1956 as a kid, but 1970 is when I got back from the service and I really started the business and all that stuff as a kid. Uh, I wasn't really worried about supplies and resources and stuff. I would go to the store. I would make my own stuff, fish emulsion, coffee, cream, and sugar, or spray, uh, Dr. Bronner's. You know, but as I, when I got into business, I, 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 uh, I really wanted to get so resources and make stuff. That's how I started making my super seaweed. Uh, but the rock does, uh, the, 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 you want to get different types of manure. I used to go out into the countryside and get rabbit manure, steer manure, cheap manure, goat. Here in Malibu, you can get llama. I've even got elephant manure. You know, it's like try to find a couple of different sources, right? Uh, and, and, you know, you can even buy them in the store, or maybe if you're lucky, do you have, like, uh, you have horses over there, right? Uh, some people do, in remote areas. Uh, we have to be glad to drive in the country then, right? Yeah. Okay, so if it you would can't help get... If you had a- Pickup truck too. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you can't get all the resources, and nowadays what's really cool is you can go online. You can buy lots of different types of, of uh, mineral sources and microbial sources, which is really cool because that's one of the things I've, I, I've been doing lately myself. Because I, I don't have, a, I, I can't drive out here and find chicken and all that stuff anymore. So I go online. I was talking about Acres USA. That's a magazine you should get. There's tons of resources mm-hmm. for farmers. But you don't have to buy 20 tons of the stuff. <laughs> you can just get a pound of it or two, what you need. And there's lots of sources of calcium and, and uh, different types of really cool organic uh, mineral sources. Then they only have acetamide to have all kinds of other organic fertilizers and resources. Really cool. And that's all you have to do is just buy a little bit of that. But you definitely want to add it to the compost so that you have all this microbial and minerals thing going on there, see? And then your compost, once it's cooked, the, the, it'll work a lot. You know, one of the things you want to add, see, I add, uh, when, when my business, what I do, is kind of weird because um, uh, people, like a lady the other day said, you know, 
I couldn't believe, I didn't believe it, but I saw you, you know, what did you do? I didn't see anything. She paid me because I came to spray, you know, for your spraying. I have a machine where I spray the leaves and the lawns and the stuff, you know, and it's like, not like I'm painting painting it in color. That's what I was thinking of doing. Maybe I should put some kind of dye in the spray so when I'm spraying it, right? It leaves like a trail of blue, yeah. or maybe put something sparkly. I was telling my guy, hey, couldn't we put something sparkly in there? I was trying to get my friend Jeff, he works for me. I tell him, look, I want you to get up and get dressed in a pink skirt with bright pink <laughs> shoes on and look really funny and walk around spraying because it's a magic wand. It's like, what part of, you know, and, and that's always been all throughout my history. People say, wait a minute, that's how I got the name Invisible Gardeners here. It was like, he really meant it as a, gee, you didn't do anything. What did you do, right? Who is it? What was this invisible, right? And it ended up that way. So I said, I said uh, but uh, basically you really want to uh, make the best compost you can with all the minerals and all the microbes in it. It's worth it for you because your tomatoes will go nuts, right? And then you have, I have a product called Super Seaweed, which I was talking about earlier, which has all those things in it because you take a little bit of that, Originally, I tell people one drop per gallon, and of course, they wouldn't do a drop per gallon. They started adding like a, a cap full and then an ounce. I'm going, wait a minute, this, and because you can overfeed the trace mill. So <clears throat> I reduced the formula, but I always like to concentrate. So I went back to the concentrate, and I said, well, look, you just got to pay attention to how much you give your plants. You, all you need to add is just a little bit to the plant, to the uh, gallon spray as a foliar. And, and that way you have it coming from the roots, you have it coming from the leaves. And, th- and you do a bricks reading on those things because the tomato plants, tomatoes should be, tomato plants should be 23, 24, 25, 28 is an excellent bricks level. If your tomato plant is at 28, your tomatoes will be so delicious and beautiful. On top of that, nothing will attack it. You're not going to get the, the, the what, tomato horn worms. You're not going to get any kind of diseases because, remember, the diseases come from the soil. So if you have microbial life, living soil, and you use a, uh, I would do a, a nice acid mulch to it. I use a Zedicardinia mix. And no Paremos. Am I helping you out or am I going too fast? No, no, you're doing fine. I was just thinking <laughs> uh, I'll have 20 as a target, and I'll let you know next year if I get that high. What are you going to do? Oh, you're going to try to uh, say that again. I missed that. Something about 20. I'm going to build my compost like you suggested, and then... Yeah. Um, and when I'm growing next year, because I've already pulled all the plants out, yeah, uh, I'll have 20 as a target for bricks and see how close I can oh, go. 20 is not, it's on the mm-hmm. low end and other bricks. Oh, Remember, yeah. I was talking about 28, 23. 28, oh, all right. Yeah, 23 is starting, 24. And there's another thing about it. Okay, what are you getting, where are you getting the tomato, tomato plants from? Uh, I either grow them from seed or... By grafted plants online. Okay, so assume you're growing from seed. Where are you getting the seeds from? Uh, either burpee or um, uh, name it, a couple other sources. I can't. It's not coming. Okay, back. so that's going to be your weakest link. So no matter how good your compost is, no matter how good my super seaweed is, if you ain't got the right seeds, it ain't going to happen. You can be struggling all. all He's struggling, 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 and it won't work. You have to well, use... Will be a good source or not? No. They don't have heirloom. You, you no. want to get organic heirloom varieties. Simple. You want to get you want to get seeds that have been grown for generations organically. In 
in the compost. Because they're, they're genetically bred for right now to, to grow in the compost. Anything in burpees, well, that's any, why any I buy other the seed company, is, right? Any other seed yeah, company that's are why not I buy the grown. Yeah, so if you get a grafted plant, but it, again, where is the plant coming from? The genetics have to be there. If they're not there, then they will not be able to you know. take advantage of, of the compost. Because, you know, the mm-hmm. way it works is that the, you have roots, right? Tomato right. has roots, right? Right. Right? Hello? Yes, right. Right, okay, so, and the roots have roots. The roots have roots. That means there's roots going on from the roots, and there's roots coming out from the roots, and more roots, right, gets tinier, tinier. And all that stuff there, they're supposed to have little creatures that live on little hairs. And if it isn't genetically built in, it ain't not going to be there. So no matter what's going on in the soil, in terms of microbial working out the... Because that's what happens. The microbe gets to the minerals, eats the minerals, and then it gives the, gives it to the plant through the little root hairs, and that's how they get all their minerals up there. And if that's not working, your soil is not going to work. Because uh, one of the, one of my members, who's a member now, she she was saying, no matter what I give my plant, no matter this organic fertilizer, organic, it ain't doing nothing. And then my next door neighbor came over and dumped some urea on it, and this this thing is beautiful green. So I don't know what's going on. And I can't tell you, and the reason why the urea works is it doesn't need the little hair. That's why chemical fertilizers and yeah, give the nice appearance of working, right? Yeah. See? <laughs> and there's a big difference. Because the one Correct. that you use the chemical fertilizers and stuff, you're going to have to use the pesticides and things because it doesn't have the system. It's like as if, you know, you stop eating. You know how the, uh, you go to the hospital and they give you this intravenous needle. It's giving you food. But so if you were to stop eating using your stomach, you would die no matter how much food you get in there through the intravenous thing. <clears throat> See what I'm saying? So you really got to look at the genetics of where you're getting your tomatoes from, right? And I would go online, put heirloom organic seeds. You know, there's seeds of change. Uh, there's, a, a gar- there's a, well, Gardens Alive have some. Well, Gardens Alive is not yeah, I'm a, I'm seed, a member but, of uh, Seeds of Change, actually. Right. So see, you're a member, so there you go. Just yeah. go through there, and they have about a thousand different kinds of tomatoes. You know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, and uh, get and get those, and, you, and then those will, will do even. They'll do, you know, you, you have a hard time keeping them down below a twenty-eight bricks level. You know, what I mean, and then oh, you well, test the okay. you to test the plant as it grows. You give it a chance to grow, uh, but as it grows, test it. You'll you'll see that what you're doing, <coughs> what if it's working or not. By the way. Uh, before I forget, you, you know, you, did you get the address of my website? Yes. Okay, well, all you have to do is in the inquiry, there's a little says inquiry, get my newsletter. Well, uh, uh, what I would do is do the inquiry. Don't worry about getting the newsletter because uh, when in the inquiry you say, hey, I'm Andy, I listen to you on BBS radio, uh, and I, I, you just won the contest, by the way. You just won a free lifetime member. Oh, thank I'm you. Gonna, Email you back my uh, Don't Panic, It's Organic book, uh, e-book. I want you to read it. And any mistakes, I want you to tell me about it because I'm getting, I'm getting feedback from people what I should do and stuff, you know. And then, uh, and then I'll send you a link saying, congratulations, you won. You click on that. It takes you to the website. You follow in. You enter your, your password and all that stuff. Then you'll have access to 21 other books of mine, and you'll have access to everything that's on the website. So we can continue. I'm happy to help you make it better for you, right? Fantastic. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, I, would, uh, I would go to uh, Acres USA and, and get their magazine, uh, and you'll find that. Their magazine. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, they have lots of supplies, lots of sources of rock dust in the back. Uh, one of the places I get trace minerals from is called C90. It's called C90 Trace Minerals, and it has 90 trace right. minerals. And, and How about Seacrop? Do you like that one? Seacrop, sea, yeah, those are seaweed. Right, so no, no. Seacrop is no, seaborne. Sea seawater. Water. Without the sea sodium. Now, yes, without again. the sodium. It's seawater without the sodium. Well, do they get seawater and process it without the sodium? Is that what you're saying? Yes, they they process it away. Well, okay. So you left so, with everything else. But you know, which I think is a better product ocean, than C90. Right? You know what's going on in the ocean, right? Yeah. But there's also radiation Ocean's and junk. Do they balanced. process all that? Do they process all that? Process all what? Well. Uh, I'm saying basically, if you you have to be careful with getting things from the ocean nowadays because the ocean is so radiated and so heavy, getting more and more. Polluted. Oh yeah, and it's we not from it's not careful. water near Japan and all that other stuff. But the re, the reason I think it's better is that, uh, and in fact, I used C90 ten years ago, and then I found this stuff and it doesn't have the sodium concentration. Uh, yeah, uh, I noticed that. And so wait a second. So you know about C90? Yes. Okay, and you're saying there's another stuff that's a little better than C90 because it's not so much like salt. Yes. And what's the name of that? Let me go. I'll go out and look at the label. Give me. Give me well, we don't. We don't have a lot of time, but you know what you could do. I well, I don't know what time. I still have time, but I'll put it in. I'll put it in the email when I send it down. Okay. Right. Right. To put it in the email to give me like alternative source of C90, and I'll go take a look at it. Because this stuff okay. is like it's like salt, you know. It feels and tastes like salt to me. And so, yeah, the sodium may just be. You can only have a certain amount of sodium. That's why I use. I only only use it as a spray, and then I do it very gently because I don't want to overdo the sodium. Right. You know. Right. You know what I mean? Are, but are you using that yeah. in your tomatoes? Yes. Well, okay. So then. So I I'm also spray with kelp. All right, so so you're not having any problems then, are you? The only bug I have uh, to speak of is whiteflies. Uh, but occasionally I have something going on in the soil, which is why I moved to grafted plants. How are you using this? This, this uh, what's this, what's in it? Oh, what are, this new stuff? Are you spraying it on, or are you adding it to your? Yeah, to your, you spray it on. I right? spray it or do a root trench. Either way. Okay, and and then uh, okay. all right. So that's basically because that should be providing you with a lot of trace minerals, which basically should translate to having really good, high, healthy, high bricks plants. So, so I, would, oh, I agree. And you, know, and you probably knew that you had high bricks because you went and bought a refractometer and you decided not to use it because you figured the plants are doing really well. <laughs> Well, frankly, I just I forgot where I put it. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you were already on the path of checking out your plants. Yeah, you was already on the path of checking out your plants for the ricks, and you just forgot about it. Your age caught up with you there. So get the yeah, ricks coming up in time for next year, right? <laughs> if, if you don't have it, just are you married? Your wife probably has it. She probably knows where it's at. Oh no, I I no, it's in a prominent place in my den now. So. Uh, Cool. I so can't next year, next what year. you do is, you know, do this thing. So did you have a good crop this year? Did um, the tomatoes come yeah. out okay and everything? Yeah. yeah, tasty and all that? Yeah. 
So I'm betting that's probably uh, that's I'm betting that's yeah that's why they did that because you're giving it a good abundant source of a, a wide range of trace metals. See, so and it, and you refactor them. Or, so I would just do it again. The same varieties that you have, you know, they're, they're doing good with that. You know, because you this is not your first time, right? You're growing them, right? You've been growing the same no. ones for a while, grafting and so forth. Right. right? Okay, so that and no. then you got the seeds. Did you get the seeds from the previous batch that you grew? Uh, yes, on some of them. But you can't. You see, you the can't. The ones get I didn't want to grow, then I didn't bother. You can't get any of this stuff past me because you know I've been doing this for a long time, and, and you know you basically that's what that's what I would do. See, if I so it doesn't if you get it from burpees, okay, it doesn't make a difference where you get it. You get it and you grow it, and from that one you say, well, this one was a really good tomato. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to grow them again, and then you're going to grow them again, and you're going to pick the best one. Yeah, you're going to end up with the ones that are really the, the, the genetic you're right for there, okay? <laughs> yeah, so I would just keep doing that. That's fine. <coughs> and uh, this time, take out your refractometer and measure it throughout the growth season, especially when you have the tomatoes are done, and uh, get back one. I bet you you can have 32, 34, you know. 28 is just, I, I learned to be mellow with people. You know I give them unrealistic gold. <laughs> 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 I mean, you go to the store and the stuff is like four and six, okay? I'm going, oh, you know, the guy gives you a little bite. You want to taste? I'm tasting. I'm going, well, it tastes okay, but do you mind I if I squirt it on this little device right here? And I tell, I squirt it, it's like, it's a four or a six. And it's like, okay, so the, but what does that tell you? They use chemical fertilizer, pumped it up, right? Made it grow really, really fast. Right. Nothing in there. As a matter of fact, the tomatoes are probably still making up. They're rotten before you get home, right? Yeah. 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 So what's your name again? John Herrick. Okay, John. So is there anything else you want me to talk to you about? Because I I I think I got uh, 10, 15 minutes, something like that. So you're just going to leave me hanging here, huh? Okay, that's fine. All right, let's I, talk I, I, about biochar. Oh, yeah, you're using that? You use it? What do you I've used it last, this, this previous spring. I got it in January. I inoculated it with um, uh, worm castings, uh, compost tea, uh, fish, uh, hydroxylate, and John and Bob's uh, Maximize, and put right. it in buckets. Um, and let it stew there for like three months. So I put it in the garden, and I think that helped this year because it was okay. So the only thing I would do, only thing I would do differently is to actually put in there some good uh, microorganisms and let them, let them start to grow some mycelium in there. That's what I tried uh, to do with the Maximize from from John and Bob's. You're familiar with them? It's called Maximize. Yes, it's a maximizer, right? But that doesn't have. The, does it have? Does it come with a micro a microbe? Because I thought it mainly was a yes. mineral. What is? Is it, is it earthworm castings or is it a mineral based uh, soil? It looks a little like earthworm castings plus other stuff, um, but it has. Okay, so um, it does have right, fifteen I, different strains of the, bacteria. Right, right. If you look at the label, it will have some different strains of bacteria. Right. I know it now, right? So uh, that's different. Uh, so. Uh, you there's like another hundred different. Well, I also put the sea crop in there for minerals. <laughs> so uh, I would I would get it's called my M Y G 
G-R-O, Migro, or G-R-O. Migro, yes. I have that. The Mycorrhiza? I got mine from Fungi Perfect. Right. Man, I can't, I can't get anything past you. You want to you be a regular <laughs> on my show? Okay, so Fungi Perfect sure, is perfect. And did you add the Migro to it? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. And then what, did you let it... Uh, did you put it in a wooden box, or what did you do? Put it in, 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 no, in I put the them in um, uh, five-gallon buckets. Okay, uh, I, I put with... mine in a wooden box. Okay. I, uh, did, did you get any gro- microbial growth on it? Did you get any any? Yeah, any I could see fungi growing in it. Cool, and then what did you do with that? I mixed it into the top three inches of the garden. Well, you, uh, you mixed the whole thing into it, right? Okay, let me yeah. give you a, a, a couple of ideas of what I've, I've been doing. So I call them tree vents, uh, and uh, they're basically what I do. When I started doing it in the sixth grade, I, I started to, you know, I, I started growing uh, Well, when I did people's properties, and if I did it right with my compost and stuff, because I was using mushroom compost, that's where they, they make mushrooms out of it, right? So that stuff mm-hmm. is full of my ceiling. So if you grow that anywhere, you're going to get mushrooms growing, right? Right. right, right. So I would mix it in, add top dressing on people's lawns. This is on the sixth grade to the ninth grade, and always in you Miami it rained regularly. So you means that people will call me up. Any hey, other mushrooms on the lawn again? Oh God, there are mushrooms growing over here. There are mushrooms over there. I go, yeah, good. That's great. And they said you're crazy. You don't want mushrooms growing. I go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I what I learned to do is to make little colonies. So in essence. What you did there, you basically continued in the ground. So what I do is I got clay drain pipes. These are uh, little round pipes that are usually, in Malibu, they're called wine holders. Because <laughs> they're basically a little round pipe, and they stack them up to put the wines in there. But they're a little round. They're about maybe a foot and a half, and about four inches round. Uh, the clay drain pipes are made out of clay. Clay is paramagnetic. And okay. One day I'll talk. You know about paramagnetic uh, things? No. Okay, well, I'll talk about it on my show. All right. Basically, you put them in the ground, and then you take that very thin mixture that you have, and you put that into this little unit there, and you put a a top on it. And so what happens is that becomes a little colony, and it starts to grow. And what I do is I run a little drip, I put a drip head on top and run a little uh, water through it, uh, through through the drip system, and the water gets... Uh, go through a fertigation unit, a fertigation unit, basically. It was originally meant you plug it into your lawn, your sprinkler system, but you put, you know, your chemicals in it, and the chemicals slowly go out. I said, well, it's such a good idea, but I have uh, other ideas what I want it to go out. So I would put compost tea in it, or you can do, you know, compost tea is perfect because it has a little microbe that goes out all the time. You know, you just have to change the compost on a regular basis. That's why I made my super seaweed. You put it in there. But if you... you it, you can basically filter it out because, you know, city water nowadays will kill anything growing. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and if you run a little water through it, the microbes will grow, and it'll start to grow, uh, expand out in that, on the property. If you do it anywhere near a tree or any other, they all will get the benefit of it because they'll start to grow. And you have to be careful not to, you know, to destroy it by overwatering, using fertilizers and all that stuff. So what you're doing, you want to have it actually growing in the ground certain areas on your property, especially if you have a garden, and so you do it in the garden area, but you do it in other areas of your properties too. 
if, if you don't forget to water, because if you don't water, it'll dry out, right? It'll be dead. <laughs> so if you give it a drip on a once-a-week basis, a little drip going through and you look in it, you'll see that the microbiota will actually be growing, and you have your your property will be uh, more alive, and, and everything will have a higher brick. So, you know, the brick level for the trees should be high, too, and the brick level for the hibiscus. And if you're getting the white flies, it could be any number of things uh, exotic that's missing. That's why... Uh, your rock, it goes back to your rock dust, see? And probably you're getting it some, some of it from the maximizer, but the maximizer is still missing. But if you're using the 90s, then I, I'm a, I would be at a loss as to why, you know, you, the Wi-Fi. So it could be maybe, are you using any type of uh, other type of organic fertilizer or not? Are you, wait, let me ask, are you using any type of chemical fertilizer? You can tell me. I, you know, no, absolutely me. not. You're not using the miracle grow or any of that other stuff, right? Are you using any? Oh God, that? my my son-in-law uses that, and I can't get him off it. Um, he uses it at your place? No, it is, but uh, okay, right. So he doesn't use it on your tomatoes. Sneak over there and spray your tomatoes with it. No, no, no. I spray his tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, are you, so are you, you using all type of organic uh, fertilizer? Yeah, I use John and Bob's product line. So you can go online. It's just John and Bob. Yeah, I and know. They I know have, their they are, fertilizer yeah. is Biosol, and it's made as a byproduct of making some antibiotic from Australia. Yeah, I, I know. And, I know the company. Uh, are you? Do you have a, 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 a heavy foggy over there? No, it's not particularly foggy where I live. Okay, so next time you get the wire fly, here's something you can do. It's really, really easy to, to spray with. Um, get some boiling water. Get water, you know, running through your, through your, uh, your, your, turn it on. Turn on the hot water. Let it get really, really, really hot. Personally, what I do is I, I boil water and I pour it into a little sprayer. But you can have the water running really, really hot to where you can't stick your hand in it. You know, it's really, really hot. Put it in the sprayer. Run out there and spray it. Miss them. Miss the white flies with it. It won't hurt the tomato plant, but it'll kill the white flies. With hot water. Right, and the way you can tell it won't kill a tomato plant, spray your hand with it. You'll feel it, but it won't be enough to burn you. But it's enough. It gets the white okay. flies hot enough, right? It raises their temperature, it kills them. It'll do that with any soft-bodied uh, insect. Another thing, you drink coffee? Yes, love coffee. Right, so coffee will kill the white flies dead, too. Just have to be careful. With what I, to my problem is spraying... Yeah, well, my problem with spraying coffee on the tomatoes is that if you do it too often, your tomato will have the definite coffee flavor. No. So, what you, so another thing that kills white flies is garlic. So garlic will kill them on contact. So all you have to do is it's a couple of different ways you can do it. You know, uh, they, they have a product called uh, garlic, garlic Barrier, which is like 100,000 bulbs of garlic in a gallon. You only need a little tiny bit of water and spray. Uh, 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 but you can also go to the 99 cent store and buy a uh, crushed garlic, right, and put it in a pantyhose, squeeze it out into the water, and take a little bit of that and spray tomato plants with it. And if you do it right, you kill all the white flies, but you also have this great tasting tomato because you, you will have the garlic <laughs> taste to it. What's also see? what's the life cycle of a white fly? Well, uh, uh, at least three months. Ninety days, it, and it could overwinter if it doesn't get if it doesn't freeze. But if you don't have a cold enough winter time, you're going to get them again in the springtime. 
And, and, and that's only 90 days depending upon the weather. So if you have an unusual season, wet season or you have fog or you're watering a lot, you can actually extend their, the longer. They can go 120 days easy. And if they do that, it means you have a lot of them. And that means that when it comes wintertime, so, so if you had Wi-Fi before, ideally you want to start treating during the wintertime the, you know, whatever plants you have. But in your case, you have the tomato plants. You throw them away, right, when they're done, right? I throw them away, yes. Right, so... How about uh, neem oil? Are you a, a proponent of neem oil? Uh, neem oil is one of your uh, top-of-the-line defenses. You want to use them as a last resort, because if you start using them right away, you're in deep trouble if it, if it gets past you. So that's what I tell people. To try, the gar- try the hot water first. Things, you know... You'd be surprised. You want to kill them. You don't care what you, you, you do care what you spray. If you spray hot water and it kills them, gee whiz, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the coffee will work and so will the garlic. Those things will work. And just don't mix them. I did, as a kid, I used to mix garlic and coffee together. It's like, ugh, ugh. I don't know if I should <laughs> drink it or eat it or what, right? But you don't need that. The Nemo will do it, just like the liquid pyrithium will do it. Lots of other things will do it. Uh, and, and the Nemo, you should only do that if you have a really bad infestation. You want to knock them down at first, and then you, uh, you know. But ideally, you also really need to look at what what they're attacking. Usually, when they attack a plant, it's telling me that there's something wrong with the plant. The plant's stressed out. Something's going on. Not enough light. Too much water. And so, no, if you don't pay attention to that, you're always going to get the Wi-Fi. Yeah. All right. Well, good. I'll try that next year. Okay, so thank you for so go to my website, thiswillgardener.com, click on the inquiry right. there, say hi, Andy. I talked to you on the radio. Uh, let me in, <laughs> and I'll send you a link. <laughs> as, a, as a matter of fact, anybody that's listening on the show, because I get a lot of people listen to it through a podcast. I have a police officer just I can't call you. I'm driving a, a motorcycle. Another guy's fishing. So they, you know, they uh, the podcast does go out uh, lots of different places. They can just do the same thing. Says, Andy, I heard you on the radio show. You're talking to John. I'm not John, but let me in and keep, give me your, you know, make sure you have your email there, and I'll, I'll be happy to send out electronically. I can give out a billion membership, and it won't bother me at all. So it's not like sending, you know, you're going to get my latest book and have to fill it and send it. You know, I'm getting old. <laughs> so go out there that way. You'll get the membership and you'll get the book. I'll even, I'll send you a copy of the book right away. Uh, email, you know, it's a digital, it's a PDF. Okay. Uh, it's an ebook. Okay. And if you got any questions right. anymore, here I am. Uh, and, and thank you. Feel feel free to to listen. Okay. And invite your friends and so forth. I will. I have more more people coming. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Bye now. Okay. Let's see. What was I doing here? I was not doing anything. No music, huh? Gee whiz. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I I have a few more minutes to go, um, and you'd be surprised how they come out once they they come out because uh, he's only been listening for a few weeks, so it's like when my when my listeners, when my normal followers find out I'm on here because they've always been complaining about not being able to call and talk to me, you know. Because the shows I've done before on the internet, I usually tape them before, and I have I stopped going out to the to the real world, you know. And I like this because there's a studio man on the other end of this line over there taking in the calls and you know that kind of stuff. That's really cool. And then once this show gets done, it will uh, you know 
uh, I'll, I'll get a copy of it and I'll post it on the various different other little podcast things that we got going on there. It goes on iTunes and uh, members will get it. So check out the website if you're listening to it. Might as well get the free membership. You can get my you get 20 books and lots of stuff. You get my help if you think I can help you. Right? <laughs> you never know. But listen, I've been doing this a long time, long, long time. I didn't give out the number or anything to call. You just have to go to the website. It's a little late to be getting any more calls right now anyway. Uh, if you go to my website, it's up there. If you go to this website, bbsradio.com or visiblegardener.com, you'll see radio show, and it'll say live right now, live. I'm thinking of getting a flashing live, 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 live. And then uh, the engineer swears to me that he's going to help me figure out a way to get my get it so I don't have to talk through the, to the phone. I want to do it through the mic, and I want to be able to play my music. Uh, I, right now, I, I don't understand why I'm not getting any music on because I, I could have sworn I was I was uh, already set up just to play something off of my TV, you know. <laughs> but usual, that's what happens. It's not making any noise. <laughs> it's like, oh. <coughs> I love computers. They they just figure out they have their own lives and they do whatever they want to do. I can never. Oh, I I know. No, I don't know. Is this still? Am I still on uh, <laughs> engineer? I I think I I may have, no. I guess so. Never mind. He would have told me if I was just sitting here and it was just blank. Uh, I I didn't hang up, did I? No. Now I don't know what to do. I I guess I'll just keep talking until somebody tells me to shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I have a bunch of questions that people have been sent to me so the thing to do is uh, normally it won't take this long you know uh, but I love talking to people it's great I have about four questions yeah so I have a minute left I have, so if you have questions send it to me if I sooner or later I will get to them you know if I because I like I said I got four questions that people have sent to me email me uh, you get the email from the website visiblegardener.com uh, easiest way is you just do inquiry there while you're there, you might as well sign up for the newsletter. Like I said, forget all that stuff. Just say, hey, I heard you on the radio, on bbsradio.com. Uh, let me in. I would like to jo- win. I want to win, too, and I'll make you a free lifetime member, okay? That way you don't have to get the newsletter, because when you get a member, you'll get the newsletter. you get all my radio shows, uh, because my members get everything, including my music, uh, in regarding uh, when I'm on a, as a guest. I'll be back here next week, and it's from one to 155, which is like pretty soon, any moment now. So thank you very much for listening to my show, and uh, happy growing organically, of course. Uh, Bye now.